Faith in Jesus Christ brings eternal life. Yes. He knew all about Lazarus before he'd heard one word about it because he's got the knowledge. So Jesus Christ knows what you're going through. Jesus Christ has compassion for what you're going through. Jesus Christ weeps with us. When you're hurting, that means something to him. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMahon along with Steve Sargent from the Hiawatha Church of God in Christ. Yes. So how's your church going, buddy? Church is going well. Very Good. well. Thank you. Good. Anything I, new? Anything exciting? Uh, I just returned from a conference in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. And um, we worked with our uh, missions program in Guatemala while I was there. Okay. So while we're not going to Guatemala right now, we are still able to help there in Guatemala. All right. Yeah. And you're involved in a lot of ministries anyway, yes. because you are the director of the Samaritan House. Yes. Correct? That, yes, sir. Are you like the executive director, <laughs> the director, director, chief I director? Like, the, what are they, uh, what's the official I title? I am technically the executive director. Okay. And um, we are the Ashtabula Homeless Shelter Incorporated. Right. We are the only homeless shelter in Ashtabula County. Right. Are you full all the time? Pretty much. Pretty much? Yeah. Okay. We, um, we help... People who are homeless, um, actually housing them <clears throat> and um, working with them to get them into their own place or become right. self-sufficient. That's our goal. And you know what? One of the things that you guys do is you actually, you run this race on Thanksgiving morning mm-hmm. because you want to help us earn calories <laughs> before, before you eat. we feast, right? <laughs> and right. so there's a one mile run walk. Yes. Downhill. Yep. Yep, on Main Avenue. On it's Main uh, Avenue. Thanksgiving morning. Right. Uh, registration opens at 8. The race starts at 9. It's not long at all. Even the, the ceremony at the end is not long. Stasny Racing doing yes. it again? Yeah, you can look up Stasny Racing, and you can actually register online. Yeah. It's easy. It's Yeah, yeah. And it's our really our only fundraiser we do every year. We didn't do it last year because there were so many restrictions going on with COVID. But even last year, we still had... Um, a sponsor sponsor us right. so we still managed to raise a nice amount of money even though we didn't actually have the race we'll sponsor you if you put me on the t-shirt oh, i sure will yeah, yeah we'll was, you put me down put I me down you can bible okay. church yes. i want gotcha. i want like i want a decent i want a decent how much is that gonna cost me i want a decent spot on the you t-shirt want- <laughs> i want to be able to read it <laughs> you want yours to be real big and everybody else's just no like, no 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 i'm not saying that i'll just say you know how they have like some designations like yeah. if you give this much yeah, right. you get the little words if you, if you give a little bit more i'm just saying hey you know i'm not going to be stingy i want to be able to read it <laughs> we will make sure you're in the number put me on there you know we talked about that before and i don't know if we ever got it done because we talked about it right but then well, last year we didn't have it no so. no we talked about it before that even oh, and, really? and i think that we talked about it so far before it was, that yeah. we forgot to do it. Well, when when the as soon came. as I get back, I will make no, sure. No, put it down. Yeah, with, then, my, when I leave here today, I'll call and make sure you're. Yeah, and send list. Steve the bill. <laughs> he works more with the finances. So we're, we're putting it on the line right here. Okay. But we're going to talk about John 11 today, which I think yes. is a great uh, chapter of the Bible. And it's mm-hmm. a famous story because Jesus Christ raises this man who's been dead four days mm-hmm. and brings him back from the grave. And everyone's like aghast that... 
he's going to stink. You know, <laughs> it's like, well, it's not a bad thought. I mean, he has been in there for four days. This is going to be a pretty monsterish movie, mm-hmm. uh, how they envisioned it. But he came back and he was A-OK because that's just the power of God. And it says that now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. Mm. So they must have been friends, right? Very good friends. Right. Yep. And he, um, um, you know, Jesus had his disciples, which, you know, we're friends too, but on a different level, right? Because you're, you're like their teacher, um, you, you know, they're your students, um, you're you're their pastor, they're your parishioners or members. But this was a different type of friendship because right. when Jesus wanted to like relax, as we could say, right, he kind of would go to their house. This right. is where he. Relax. If there was a television, they'd probably been watching football and stuff. Yeah, they'd probably be watching the Steelers, according to you. If you're writing the Bible, Steve, <laughs> you probably have prayer meetings for Ben Roethlisberger. He has been on our prayer list. <laughs> yes. Injured Steelers we, players we, go to church. We had list. a prayer list, and I it had him, <laughs> Willie Parker. Willie Parker. Him, Willie Parker, and somebody else who were injured. That's and, hilarious. Um, that morning at church, they have prayer lists, and I had them on there. And everybody looked at me like, I said, hey, they need prayer too. They're hurt. That's right. <laughs> Just because they happen to play football doesn't mean we shouldn't pray for them, right? That, that's no. I, I, you know what? I think that we should try that. You yeah. know, every once in a while, you know, Baker Mayfield tweaks an ankle when the guy's up there giving prayer on Sunday morning. Baker Mayfield should be coming out of his mouth. Yeah, I mean, as a Browns, I mean, being a yeah, Browns territory as a person, yeah. not as a player. Just as I don't person. know if I'd get out of the church alive if we prayed for Steelers <laughs> players. To be honest with you, but when 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 he heard this, that his friend was sick. Um, the sickness will not end in death. No, it's for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days, then said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. So I just want you to know, you know, you're a friend of mine. If I heard you were sick, I would just stay where I was another two days because <laughs> that's what friends do. <laughs> no need to disturbing them now. I'll just wait. Yeah. <laughs> this is what friends do. That's right. Mm. He's sick. I'm going to delay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, you know what? I don't really need to see him right now, but he knew Jesus Christ sure. knew he was going to die. And the reason that he delayed was so that he could do this miracle. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't being non-compassionate or unloving. Right. He knew he wanted to raise him from the dead. So and use them as an example. Uh, but Rabbi, they said a short while ago, the Jews there tried to stone you, and yet you're going back. <laughs> so think about that, what Jesus Christ has already been through, mm-hmm. right? So you remember that story? I mean, they were trying to stone him because he said that he was equal with the Father in John. And it said in John 10, 31, again, the Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said, I've shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We're not stoning you for any good works, but for blasphemy, because you're a mere man claimed to be God. Mm-hmm. And so that has happened. Now he, he left. He went back across the Jordan where uh, John the Baptist had baptized, right? So he's over there. Then he hears Lazarus is sick in Bethany. So it's got to be near Jerusalem, mm-hmm. right? So he's going to go back there. And they go, why are you going back there? The last time you were there to try to stone you. <laughs> This is what you get for serving yeah, God, right? That's right. You go back. <clears throat> you go back. But, I mean, think about it. They're going to stone him. Mm-hmm. For what? Because oh, yeah, he told them the truth. Right, the truth. And they didn't want to hear who it. Who he was. They didn't want to hear that. They didn't believe it. Have so. you ever had people kind of almost like want to stone you for tell, oh, telling yeah. them the truth? Yes. 
Yes, I had uh, uh, told the truth to a person once. I had stopped at the car wash. This was years ago, probably close to 20 years ago. Right. And I knew the person, and we were talking, and they brought up an issue, a subject dealing with them and what was going on with their family, and it was their fault, their fault. They brought it up, not me. Right. And when they brought it up, I mentioned to them how they were wrong for what they did, and they got mad at me. And this is a big person, you know, like a weightlifter. Right. Tremendous muscular definition and confirmation. Right. And it's little me against them. And they were, they got real mad. I'm thinking, he's about to kill me now. Right. But he didn't. He didn't. He was very mad and speak to me for a while, but I spoke the truth. Right. It's not right what you're doing to your family. I did say that and told him. Dude, I've had people not talk to me for years for telling them simple things like, well, you know, have you considered working on your marriage? (laughs) Like outrageous things like that. I find that people don't like to tell the truth. In fact, like I would say the biggest thing that I've learned, well, I'm never going to be perfect at it because I'm Mm -hmm. a talker, but just shut up. Just don't say anything to anyone about any of it. Just, just shut up. I've had to do it all over again. I don't think I would ever said one word. I don't think that I would have tried not to let the word come out of my mouth. He brought it up. I wouldn't have brought it up, but he brought it up. Yeah, but sometimes no, you have to. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, even when he was here, I mean, he was the one actually was the one not condemning the woman caught in adultery as mm-hmm. you like travel through the book of John. He's the one that healed a blind man on the Sabbath and they freaked out about right. that. Yeah, He was the one, he was doing miracles and teaching them that he was from God and that all the things, hey, the my works testify that I'm from God. Mm-hmm. Scriptures testified about it. John the Baptist testified bite about it jesus christ told him the truth they wanted to stone him sometimes i find people just don't want to hear the truth yeah that's true they don't and and if you tell them that listen you should be moral and they're cheating on their spouse they don't want to hear it it doesn't mean we shouldn't say it it just means sometimes yeah people are going to pick up stones and so they're recognizing hey those people want to stone you (laughs) and jesus answered are there not 12 hours of daylight anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble for they see by this world's light It is when a person walks at night that they stumble, for they have no light. After he said this, he went on to tell them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, Mm -hmm. but I'm going there to wake him up. Mm -hmm. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he'll get better. And Jesus had been speaking of his death, but the disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So he was dying. But he says, aren't there not 12 hours of daylight? Mm Mm-hmm. There's not always 12 hours of daylight. Especially around here. (laughs) There's 12 hours of daylight even on... The fall mm-hmm. and spring. On fall and spring, there's yeah. exactly 12. So I would say maybe he was around one of those similar times, it right? You're coming be. up towards Passover, probably was getting right about that time because mm-hmm. our Passover is very close to spring, right? Right. So you're getting about that time where even hours of daylight. And then he says, anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble. Mm-hmm. So what is Jesus Christ saying? Because they're saying, don't go back. And he's saying he's walking in the daytime. For they see by the world's light, but when it's when when a person walks at night, they stumble for they have no light. Mm-hmm. Is he telling them he's not going to stumble because he's walking by the light of God? Yes, he's walking by the light of God, and he is the light of God. Right. He is the light of God. Right. Yeah. So this is not a failure, guys. I mean, this is not going to be something, I'm walking by the light. Mm-hmm. And this, this is going to bring light to the world. He is the light of the world. He's right. about to die on a cross. I mean, it won't be long from now. He'll be dead on that cross. So... All right, that's kind of an interesting way to say it, but the guy dies, so we know that. And he told them plainly, Lazarus is is dead. Mm -hmm. 
And for your sake, I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Lazarus, he's dead. He's not coming to them. So mm-hmm. they're going to go to him. And then uh, Thomas, also known as Zinimus, of course, he's known as Doubting Thomas, Thomas right yes. later on, uh, said to the rest of his disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. That's pretty brave on his part. Right. I haven't figured that one out yet. Yeah. I, yeah, really? <laughs> right. I want to die with him. I'm sorry my friend is dead, but... I don't want to die just because he died. Yeah, I know, but he's talking about dying with Jesus because he thinks they're going to kill him. Yeah, well, right. Okay. So he's thinking like when Jesus Christ goes there, they tried to stone Mm -hmm. you. This is, I guess, this is how serious the disciples like. I guess if it's setting up like this cataclysmic battle between the religious leaders and Jesus Christ, the disciples clearly see that Jesus is hated by those religious leaders. Let's go so we can die with him because they were trying to stone him. Mm-hmm. If that's where he's going to go, and if that's where Jesus Christ hey, thinks we go. need to be, then let's go die with him. I mean, I think in some ways it's a great attitude. Well, it is a right? very great yeah. attitude. Um, it's often spoken that way, but when the when the reality of it comes, people's personalities don't always, don't he, always he uh, work running. in congruence with yeah. what they said. Well, it's like Peter. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, Peter said, I'll, I'll die with you, and he goes, mm-hmm. really? Buddy, let me tell you something. (laughs) Before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. So I don't want. I don't want to hear about. So maybe Thomas is in that. You know, in that batch. But I appreciate, Mm -hmm. even if it's dangerous, Christ. If that's where you're going, that's where I want to. I want to go. Right. If that's where you want me to be, and I think that's always the the goal of the Christian's life is to be aware of where God wants them to be. And sometimes that's calling you uh, to do a funeral, to me to do a funeral. I had one, you know, I was asked to do, and I just, and, not, and it's not at all dangerous, by the way. But we have had COVID. I mean, we've done plenty of funerals during COVID and yeah. plenty of weddings during COVID. And you just say, God, if that's where you're calling me to be right now, and I need to go serve these families and help these people out, then that's where I want to be, mm-hmm. right? That's right. So yep. on his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus, had already been in the tomb for four days. Now, Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem. So <clears throat> set up now towards the uh, triumphal entry. Mm-hmm. Remember, Bethany, where he's going, is only a couple miles from Jerusalem. It does not take long to walk a couple miles. That's right. I mean, Especially you're talking you walk a normal a walk, like 40 minutes. Yeah, and they walked a lot, too. Right. So, it so they're like, faster. Yeah. They're probably faster walkers. Yeah. Yeah, than most of us, because we we drive more than we walk. Exactly. Yeah. So they're they're better walkers. Mm-hmm. But it's two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother, which that's appropriate, because that's what you should do when mm-hmm. somebody dies. You want to be around them and sure. comfort them. And uh, when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. And Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Ouch. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you'd have just come when we told you, yeah. why do you think we told you? You're right. We, we told the, you so you get we here. We sent you the message. I know you got it. Right. And he delayed two days from even starting his trip there. Mm-hmm. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Wow. What faith. Mm-hmm. She believes that Jesus Christ can raise him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. God will do whatever you ask. Mm-hmm. God will do whatever you ask. And think about the faith. And Christ intercedes for us, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever you ask. So here's Martha coming to Jesus. Jesus, would you ask God to raise him? He'll do whatever you ask. Maybe this would be a good prayer for us, right, at times mm-hmm. to say, Jesus, here's what I'm asking for. I know that your father will do whatever you ask. Because yes. he's, our, he's our high priest. He's right. our intercessor, right? Mm-hmm. But in her mind, I believe, 
she's still thinking, yeah, you you know, if you ask God to raise him up, Jesus, uh, in the resurrection, he'll right. I don't believe she means if you, you can go right now and raise him up. If you ask God, he can do it right now. I don't think she really believed that in her heart right now. Like she said, um, she says, I know she goes, your brother will rise again. She goes, well, I know right. at the last day. In the, yes. Right, in the resurrection. I think she's looking for more. Yeah. Well, she's, if she's, if she's looking for more, I believe this is me, right. That she would have said, can you raise him up now? Can you please right. bring my brother back now? I know she said that God would do whatever Jesus asked, but he told her he's going to live again. And she said, Oh, I know in the resurrection, she's, thinking of in the end the resurrection not right now but but could she have thought that he could do it could she have thought so desperately wanting her brother back alive that christ could do it i believe she seen everything this, these people that, have seen of yeah, jesus right right if she <clears throat> excuse me really thought he could do it right now right ask him right she All never right. mentioned it well here's what he says he says this I am the resurrection and life. Those who believe in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? I'm telling you, that's got to be one of the more famous mm. verses in the Bible. Absolutely. And if it's not in your life right now, it, it really should be because he said, I'm the resurrection of life. A lot of people blame God for death. Mm -hmm. uh, those women, the other sisters are going to be blaming. Their, I think they kind of blame Jesus Christ yeah, for Lazarus and right. not being there uh, to keep him alive. And so on the resurrection and the life, mm. not I'm um, the coffin and the death. Yeah. <laughs> God did not. God does not exist and did not make us so He could kill us. Mm -hmm. He made us so we could live. That's the whole purpose. Jesus Christ came to this planet that we might have life. Right. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ came to give us life. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ came to give us eternal life. Yes. He came to give us a better life today. Jesus Christ is all about life. Right. Mm -hmm. I I am the resurrection. I, I know someday there's going to be a resurrection. No. That's You're me. looking at the resurrection. <laughs> Can you imagine? Think about the oh, statement. Now, now, we read this, and you either believe it or you don't, because mm -hmm. if Jesus Christ said that, that wasn't true. That's crazy mm -hmm. talk. I'm the resurrection. I am, right. I'm the resurrection, right. and I'm the life. That moment you're waiting on when right. when the, the dead in Christ and those believers are going to be risen, right. I am the moment. Right. right. I'm the moment you've been taught that you've been waiting on. I am. I am. It's me. Do you think that... Jesus wanted them to know that he has the power to raise him again because he's already said earlier in the book of John that if you believe in me, God will raise you up at the last day, mm -hmm. that there is going to be this resurrection, and he's the resurrection. And he says, whoever believes in me will never die, meaning spiritually. I mean, sure. obviously, we physically sure. Spiritually, and we're going to come back again because he's the resurrection of life. I mean, Jesus Christ is identifying who he is, how powerful he is, that life is associated with him, and our life is associated with Christ's life. The reason we do the things that we do, the reason you work so hard and serve so hard is because of Christ, mm -hmm. right? Yes. The, the, the reason I go and do funerals is because of Christ. The reason I behave myself is because of Christ. The reason I'm a pastor is because of Christ. The reason I come to church is because of Christ. The reason I want to help people and give is because of Christ, right? I mean, yeah, it all comes back. It's all tied back into him. And, and she says, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. And after she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went out to him. Now, Jesus had not 
yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, and they followed her, mm -hmm. supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Mm -hmm. And when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? Come and see, Lord. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved them. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Jesus wept. Mm -hmm. The shortest verse in the Bible. Jesus showed the compassion like they had. And the, there's been questions about, like, why was he weeping? Some think he wept because, obviously, his friend had passed. Some think he wept because, out of all I've done and been around them, they still don't quite believe right. who I am. Right. So, and I think it's more of the latter because he's getting ready to change the first right. part. I think that when you see someone else crying, it's hard sometimes not it, to for me, yeah, get a, not Man, get it to you, yourself. I'm, I can't watch movies like that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if if you were crying in my house because your Steelers just lost, would you cry? It would tug. Would at you my weep? Heart. I I think it would tug at my heart. I don't and know. Then I might make fun of you after that, but it would tug at my heart. But seriously, I mean, when somebody's weeping. Yeah, if you have a heart at all. Mm -hmm. And I, I really love the story because it shows the humanity of Jesus Christ. Yes. It shows that Jesus Christ was a real person. He had real friends, mm -hmm. and he wanted to be there for his friends. And these people looked to Jesus Christ, not just as a Messiah, but as a friend yeah, of theirs. Right. And they knew that he had the power that Lazarus, like there was no doubt in his mind, man, if you'd just been here. Mm -hmm. he wouldn't have, have died. And the sad thing was the, the reason Jesus Christ wasn't there is because they were trying to stone him because the religious elite drove him out. Yeah. And so he had to go, he went somewhere else really and ministered there because you're, you're going to minister wherever you are. Right. Jesus Christ is like, well, I don't need to be here to minister. I can go over the cross of Jordan where John the Baptist was a minister mm -hmm. there too. You can minister anywhere. I mean, so don't ever let someone tell you, well, they won't let me be the Sunday school teacher anymore. <laughs> you can minister anywhere. You sure can. You know what I'm saying? They shut my church down. You can minister anywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be at that specific location, right? So, I mean, that's, Jesus that's Christ good. went and ministered. And we'll go on. I mean, we'll have another podcast where we talk about it. But just let's think about, as we conclude this, faith in Jesus Christ brings eternal life. Yes. He knew all about Lazarus before he'd heard one word about it because he's got the knowledge. Mm -hmm. So, Jesus Christ knows what you're going through. Jesus Christ has compassion for what you're going through. Jesus Christ weeps with us. When you're hurting, that means something to him. And, and as you pray and you talk to Jesus Christ in real ways, as just a normal person, remember that Jesus Christ, when he was here, he was a normal person too. And that's why it says in Hebrews 4 that he is our high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. He's somebody we come to and find grace because he knows what it's like to be us just like he did in this story. And with that said, you guys all have a great and an awesome week.